Wood stick. <laughs> you don't remember that, like, wood stick spoon? Oh. oh. Wood stick spoon. Ice, ice, Italian ice. I guess the Italian ice had that there. You guys was You're different. talking about ice cream cone. Italian, no. Italian, no, 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 no. It's <laughs> like a, you get the ice, the water ice. I hate ice. the way you said that. You're talking about ice cream cone. <laughs> no. What if ice cream cones were made out of wood? Just think about and that. And we didn't know until someone figured it out. We were Couldn't just even eat eating them. them the whole time. And it was like a thick wood. It was like, like, like I don't know, oak. You go back in time, and the ice cream cones are all made of wood and shit. They were really like emphasized like stability. And it was in 1852 that <laughs> you're, you're telling me like we've gotten this far in time. Like you go in an alternate dimension, right? And like everything, everything, everything same. is modern. Everything is the same as it is right now, except ice cream cones are made of wood. Hello and welcome to the Dinosaur Machines Game Club Podcast for you, or the listener. This is episode 146. I'm one of your hosts, Mark Magro, and joining me today, two satellite sliders who would body surf on clouds more if it didn't make their tummies so cold. Dave Grimma? That's me. It's that cloud. I want to go body surfing. But I feel like it <laughs> But it's too cold. It's too cold. It is clouds still are too cold. cold. It's it's winter too cold. needs to go. Uh-oh. How do you feel about sliders? Like tiny burgers? A sandwich? Yes. Yeah. I'm for him. I can't get excited about I'm them. against them. I'm like, Whoa. I'm, like, I'm, like <laughs> I'm just like, this isn't enough burger. I like them Who because this was a good idea. Burgers are too much. Often. Burgers are too much. I want the taste of burger, but I don't want to feel obese. That's true. Sliders. So instead have seven sliders yeah. instead of one burger. That That's the other side of it, mm. though, because you don't need just one of them. Oh. Well, we're talking about sliders because we played Solar mm. Ash, a game where you slide. On things, not burgers, nope. but uh, the void. That's right. You slide on the void. The very fluffy the blue. And you're cozy. a void runner. Void runner. A void. Void runner. Yep, that is void runner. A void runner. You got it. It says it right there. Sol- solar arch. <laughs> yeah. You're on the ultra void. And Who you're... played this game? He's got notes. <laughs> <laughs> it's a game. I can say that about it. We're going to kick off with Dan when we start talking about the game. But before then, let's kick it over to Dave. Mm-hmm. Dave Grimba. How are you, sir? I'm all right. Right now, um, I'm so into uh, Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. We, we were we were aware. Yeah. I, well, first I obsessed over, like, different characters. Like, I think that what they did with the character trees now mm-hmm. and the way they, they let you multi-class and everything, I think it's really robust and it makes me excited. Yeah, the way it kind of worked in the old one, or the Borderlands games, the way it works is that you don't necessarily multi-class as much as you have multiple trees within one class, right? Yeah, yeah. So it yeah, was like, but you, you could. Can, so mix yeah, and there's match. like a three different ways right. to play each class. But you couldn't guns or like and siren. Mm, you couldn't yeah, do yeah. that. Like that's what this game yeah. gives you. Yeah, man, you are into it. Can I? <laughs> Yeah, and that's what I I actually wrote a note. I'm like, ask Dave about classes because, you know, there's classes. Mm-hmm. But of all, th- I have not seen you this excited or into a specific element of a game like this in quite a while. And I, I don't... It's nice. What is it about it that's really catching your attention? You think it's robust, but really? Is it that robust? I don't know. Maybe I'm not paying attention to it enough. You might not be, actually. Yeah. I there's a lot going be. on. Because there's a lot of options on what you, how you could build your character. Yeah. 
But do we really think that has like that big of a fun? Like we haven't played that much of the we game. Haven't gotten we haven't that's really fundamentally. Good. It probably doesn't make that much of a difference on your playstyle. You're right. That's there, what I'm wondering. But um, especially if because it's Borderlands, and at the end of the day, it mostly comes down to your. Gun, uh, it's actually gun, Wonderlands. The gun, the gunplay. Well, <laughs> that being said, when I made the switch from Thor yeah. or to Thor from Smashy Hammer, my whole my whole game changed. Now instead of going into the fight and then smashy smash, I send the smash and mm. call it back. So I, I I I think I'm with Dave on that mindset where it's like there is a lot to kind of like consider, which is cool. Hmm. I mean, I like it. I I had fun when we played and we're going to keep playing more. Yeah. But I don't know, like it doesn't seem to be like like a super deep game. Well, you, that's what we're, I just we're not that far I'm into, more interested not, in your journey. We're not that far game. into it. I'm I'm projecting out by what I see in the trees. Mm-hmm. You know? So it's like You're reading reading the leaves. Yeah. The tea leaves? And kind of like from Have trees. you identified a lot of synergies? You were saying something about He has charts. Enraged, yeah. He had flow charts. There's enraged that I'm gonna start building. And Yeah, if, yeah. So like So me is the I'm playing the Clawbringer. Right. Yeah, you're playing a Clawbringer, and you're going to multi-class into Berserker. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying if you stick to the right-hand side of both trees, you should be able to be a very like close-range uh, uh, rage using your rage to, like for survivability. I, I had tons uh, of that. Fighter spell. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> so, like, because the left side of the Berserker tree is mostly like the that frost aspect of it, and like you know. Um, and, and, you know, some status effect stuff. Okay. But I feel like because you're already going to get the status effect of the lightning from the right-hand side of the Clawbringer, that I'm like, you might as well just focus on building your rage for survivability on the right-hand side of the Berserker. He's thought and it out. And this is just one pairing, Mark. Yeah. See, that's why I'm like, I'm, I'm so curious. It's like, if you ever got into Souls games, like, this is the kind of thought. Dude. That kind of goes into it's like yeah this yeah, weapon yeah, with this saying. armor class. Except I don't like that gameplay. Yes, I get that. I, I guess that's what I, it comes you down can't. To. Yeah, like maybe he'd be able to build a character, but then he'd have to yeah, give it to one I of love, us to enjoy that. I love thinking about character builds. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't, Cyberpunk is like pretty robust, game. but I wonder if you. I wonder Dude. if you would be like I'm talking like Fallout. I'm There's this new game that just came out that I might suggest for the pod called Weird West, and it's like old school Fallout. You brought it up. Brought it up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, um, it's the guys who made a. Uh, there's Dishonored Are there people Fallout people on it? I mean, they're probably all Possibly. out of game dev at this point who made the original Fallout. Like, they probably are done. Like, Fallout 1, yeah, 2. Like, they're probably dead by this no, point. You... No. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, that game, I think, also has a lot of skill tree character progression stuff to focus mm. on. That's a prime podcast game, I think. But Could we have be. to kind of see how. How beefy this. We also have to see beef. if the dang Steam Deck arrives at Dave's house. We should make like a Steam Deck the counter the on the internet somewhere. No, I'm never gonna. I'm, ne- I'm never gonna receive the email. No. Do you know? You'll get what, it. What wave you're in. Two. No. I think you said. I, I we're know. assuming. I like we're Q2. assuming two because of when he ordered it. He didn't yeah. order it like at midnight when it was announced. But see, even this. This is the email to get to order. Yeah. It's not actually the order. Yeah. <laughs> It's the intento. You never gave them money. I gave them five dollars. That was was, that was the amount they allowed me to pay. You can buy one button. (laughs) (laughs) Here's your like an envelope. The the email from them is 
on the tenth of November, and it was like November, November. That's um... oh, so wait, maybe you're Q three or Q four. He doesn't own one yet. He's technically owed nothing. He's owed the idea of something. Mm-hmm. What a we racket! You a little... They promised me that I'm in the queue. Mm-hmm. He's in the queue. We... <laughs> the... This is capitalism. You want this product so bad, you're gonna have to wait it's for your, it. It's your, your, it's your privilege to buy this. Mm-hmm. Yes. You're being so honored. It's your I've privilege to have a reservation chance to buy to... this. I've, I've made the, I've purchased the reservation to buy one. <laughs> He's vocalized the intent. <laughs> Please tell me that five dollars comes out of your total. It probably does. I would hope so. It's five That's bucks. Work. One of the, it could go either way. Hey, though, that five bucks Gabe. back then might be six bucks now. <laughs> Gabe, Dave's Gabe. got money I in know, the bank. I know, we're having It's Gabe's <laughs> it's it's bank. Just to, like, tally it. Uh, but it's not Dan's no. bank. What's going on in Dan's oh bank Oh, my lately? God. I actually don't know. I was like, what am I going to talk about? And I'm like, you're still Elden ringing. I'm with playing the dog. Elden Ring. Well, I've been stuck in it, and you know we have oh, our boy. Facebook chat with Ron Chan and company. Mm-hmm. Ron, Ron is shout out to Ron Chan. I don't think I've ever seen Ron play a game this consistently for this long that isn't Monster Hunter or Destiny. Mm-hmm. More so Monster Hunter. He's in. And like you're just like talking about. He was also that way about Hades. He gets that way about hey, certain yeah. games. He's he's good at playing one game, and mm-hmm. that is the case for this. And then going knee deep. But I bring Ron up not only because he's nice to think about. Yeah, he he just he just goes all in. I don't know. Uh, I think if you're elbow deep, because then it's all the way up there. Wait. If you're knee deep, it's like oh, it depends. It, was it depends, like on, a hole it depends in a tree. on how you're entering. But if it's like you're uh, elbow deep in like, you know, um, neck deep, like poop or something, like like because you're oh. trying to clean something. <laughs> Oh, I got it because it's like in the toilet. So you're yeah. like leaned over. Gotcha. Well, ah, I'm sorry rituals. if you're listening to this. <laughs> this is where that went. But I was just going to say that it's been fun kind of like going to the Facebook group and being like, hey, you guys, I'm lost. And they're like, go here. And they're very non-spoilery about it. So that's mm. been my experience with it right now. And today I finally made a breakthrough. A breakthrough. Wow. See, this is the stuff I'm missing because by the time I get to it, everyone's going to be gone. I'll talk to you about it, dude. No, I will. Like someone's got to talk. I to will. Me. I've been telling you that I'll. When you need to hop in, co-op, I'll do it. Hippity hoppity. It'll be fun. But that's been good. Destiny's been all right. You know, season's finally settling down. Um, what does that mean? It means that there's no real new story beats for a bit. There might be a few things here and there. Um, and now we're just kind of playing the game again, doing doing whatever. We can do yeah. the raid, do uh, strikes, stuff you hate. But what? But what do you, what's the goal? Right now, the goal like, for me is to, well, so, okay, so the unbroken seal, which is the crucible seal in Destiny, is actually going to go away because mm. they're changing how it's getting earned. So instead of just changing how unbroken works, they're going to make a new crucible seal. So my current goal is to do that before it goes away. Mm. I have, are you going to get like a pin? No, those are done. I think oh. for the unbroken seal that, that well, no, 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 the pins aren't done, but the unbroken seal is done. Um. So... That's that's what I'm I'm currently trying to do. It's nothing crazy though. You know, it's no big deal. But besides that, I've been playing Mega Man X on. I have a handheld console. Like I don't know what's going on. I'm just playing like random. Did you have to like you had to earn that street cred? Remember, because last time you were like you can't charge up. I'm so mad. I think that's part of it. No, you can't. Dad, you can't charge (laughs) up. That's what I said. You can't charge your Mega Buster. You could get a second. You can get to the second charge up. 
but you can't get the full charge. You can't get the full charge. You can't get the pink snakes. Yeah, but the whole thing, <laughs> the, the whole thing was just because I forgot you can't dash in one, but you can in every other mm. one. So bad. Isn't there a Mega Man X one where you have everything in the beginning and then you lose it in the tutorial stage? Yeah. Did I miss that? That's a I think thing. it's X4. X4. Mm-hmm. Did I ever get that far? I must have. Yeah, X4 also is one of them armor. where you have the ability to choose which armor you get. Like there's like multiple... the Earth suit and the Falcon suit? I hate that one. Multiple capsules. Oh, <laughs> got too complicated. I thought, yeah. Well, I... I... I didn't like that you were stuck Because then it's like, one. oh, I can only get that one E-Tank if I'm wearing yeah. the Falcon suit. Might have been cool if they gave you the chance to get a little extra, like, combinations. Maybe, like, you do different It's okay, because by, cool. by that point, you could play a Zero, and it made X right. superfluous. Why wouldn't you play a Zero? Ouch. Zero's great. Zero has a, a freaking moveset. Do we yeah, because so he we... can, like, do combos. It's yeah. awesome. He's fun to play as. They really crushed so it. So we would not say overrated. Mega Zero. Man X4 was one of the better games in the series because of you know, Zero. I remember what blew my mind when I realized that Zero is Proto Man. Yeah, when like, they were he, like, he it's just, like just Red Robot. He's just like, he's like, and then it's like, oh, we're going to replace the bandana with hair. Yep. You got to have a cool thing. It's a scarf, right? <laughs> really? It's like a guy kind of fell asleep like, and like crinkled the paper. He's like, oh, look what I made. <laughs> Look at this. Gotta have something cool to flow in the wind. Zero X can't have that. They can't give him a scarf. Are you crazy? Yeah. I bet there was like a cape version. It's like, what if you had a cape? Man, a robot I would cape. love to see the concept art for all them, for all these characters. Probably be fun. So anyway, yeah. that's it, man. That's that's it's like it. The save save titles screen music. Just making us all serenading us with Mega Man chip tunes from his voice. Uh, by the time this releases, I think we would have been at PAX already. What? It's the not to first... production schedule. Eh, it's gonna be close. I'm excited be... for our first packs as a try. This is gonna be fun. Tr- I'm excited. Trio. Although I just had to spend fifteen hundred dollars on my car, so in my head I'm like, don't spend as much money on packs. Dude. But I'm like, I want to buy the merch. Dude, just bring a credit card, put a hole in your pocket. It's just great. That's that's future Mark's problem. Yeah, future. <laughs> that's future. Mark. If you, listen, listen, I'd like to talk to future Dan. Give one. You want to say anything to future Mark right now, Mark? Uh, YOLO, baby. Just go for it. I can't wait to hear you curse at yourself when you hear that. You go to, uh, you go to that limited run table, you'll be like, I'll take one of each, sir. <laughs> Whatever you got. Well, what do you got? What, how you been? My, my updates, not too many. Uh, finished Horizon, Platinum's. Horizon. Great game. I think I would go as far to say the best exclusive on PS5 right now. Um, with it's God of War good. in contention for that? For a PS5 games, I mean, you could play it on there, but of the you things that's not fair. That's not a fair criteria. That's, that's like that's saying, saying like Last of Us Two doesn't count. Yeah. Well, it's a PS4 Mark game. Mark would be yeah, great at marketing. On five. This is the best PlayStation Five exclusive to come out in the month of February. Uh, it's a good game. <laughs> it's enjoyable, and I actually did look into. Remember, I was complaining about how Aloy talks too much in Dan, and you were like, "You could probably turn that off in the menu." You Wait, can. did you say that? It, I said that. Dead. You're giving it. Or maybe I was like, that. I would never tell you to turn Aloy's. I said dance. All her hints. You could probably turn down the hints. Yeah. Yes. Aloy talks too much. So that does much, fall so underneath. Um, <laughs> what a horrible way to. We should put... move that crit over there. <laughs> it's like shush, Aloy. Uh, but there's definitely going to be a third one. It kind of sets its stuff for it. I'm into it. Um, but if you allow me, I need to rant a little bit. Of course. I mean, 
What 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 do we do this podcast for if it's not for you? Yeah, Mark. I guess so. And I think you guys will enjoy it because it's about the artful escape. Okay. And how disappointed I was. Whoa. Like tremendously. Wait, don't just use your time to drag a game. This better be good. I don't mean to. There are some things I really like about it. it. (laughs) Visually stunning. It's got like these three D models, but they're kind of flat and these these vistas, gorgeous. Windows. Um got it. The writing is very sharp with the the works well with the voice acting. It's really pulled off. Pause. I was just it's so like, the, in terms of the... Uh, I just want to summarize real quick before you start. This game uh, looks good. It's acted well. The writing's great. Okay. Yes. To an actual, to a certain extent. And I know... But is it podcast, a game? Is it a fun game to play? Well, okay, yeah, I will stop so, interrupting you. I did. I started this. Yeah. The, this game has, I think, kind of a... Even though n- neither of you played it, I just played it. Because I know Dan played it at PAX and hated it. I, no, no. I didn't hate it. It's just I was unmoved. And I was like, what Not am I moved. doing? I'm holding right. I'm hitting some buttons. Yeah. I watched okay. the demo and, and like, was like, this is not a game. Hmm. This is not like, because this is like, there's no, hmm. it's, it's very artistic, like you, like you would think. You know, from what Artful, I saw I without playing it. And then I was also like, but I don't see where the fun factor is. Right. And and, and, and then I got mad at it because it cause helped you thing. win. <laughs> Even though I the felt like it should, it should, it's, I'm like, it's going to do well because people are going to be like, it's artsy. Let's give it extra value points. Because but it's got goggles. But that's not how you judge a game. Goggles and video games, actually, Dave, is quite the sought after feature i've just mm. got good goggles i don't want it to sign eyes everyone's got glasses on all right well Mark, but yeah. gameplay wise it's like two-thirds oxen free one-third prap of the rapper however wait these are go on <laughs> yeah so <laughs> like you get lost. to these segments where like you do have to like mimic things with the guitar and as you're kind of walking from left to right yeah you, you can wail on the guitar but it actually reminded me a lot as I was playing. It was um, Dave. You made that comment. It's like you know when we lo- when we lobby criticism, it's always good to like. Well, what do you think you could have done, or what could have been done better? And this game for me, it's so clear. Like this is what should have been done. So the whole premise of the game is this guy Francis Vendetti. He it's is a great the- name. great great name. He's the nephew of Johnson Vendetti, this very very super famous folk artist, okay. and. He's about to have his first show, and he actually doesn't like folk music. He's not into it. And he's, like, into sci-fi and, like, space rock operas and stuff like that. So then he gets abducted by aliens and, like, goes on this, like, Spoilers epic journey. Spoilers for Escape. Spoilers. Well, I will get, like... But... So the whole premise of the game is, like, him trying to develop a persona that's, like, larger-than-life persona to then bring on stage. And what they proceed to do is just, like... I don't want to say nonsense, but that's what it kind of felt. You, you There's like three basic things you then establish about your character. It's what's your name? What planet are you from? And like, what's your like call to fame? And these are all just like choices you make in dialogue. So I was Falcor from the Blue Gom, which is like this planet that like spins on the a pivot. Blue Gom. Wait, Falcor, like the Luck Dragon from yeah. Never Ending Yeah, Story? that was the first. I don't know. That felt like something epic I could pick. Did you, wait, and, did you pick it or did you choose it? I I, I mean, like, I wrote, wrote it, it down. Okay, so you wrote yeah. down Falcor. It wasn't, like, a yes. game choice. Okay. 
No, it was not a game choice. And then I was, my call to fame was I was the leader of the heavy metal light brigade. What are all these things meaning? They mean nothing. Okay. Have I been to the blue gum? No. Do I know what a light brigade is? I know the poem, but no. So you're doing all these things, this game, like you're trying to oppress these aliens. You're doing all these kind of like epic things, but for whatever reason, those are not the things to establish your character. So when you get to the ending, it's like, this is who I am. But like, you're not, that's, that's just made up. Like you just made that up. But isn't that maybe I, the narrative they're trying to place? Upon? Yeah. And I just don't understand why wouldn't it then be, Hey, all the epic things you did in the game, like impress this alien and travel to this thing. Why wouldn't you pick those things? Because you actually did those. That's impressive. It's like, uh, I don't understand why the point of emphasis was on things you just made maybe up. Maybe it's a, I don't get it. Maybe it's, um, uh, what's it called? Maybe this is a conversation piece about how uh, artists portray themselves yeah. right now in, you know, in our society. Like, you know, when uh, some rapper comes out and he talks about his, like, his hood beginnings, but really he's those, you know, silver spoon son of a, you know. Wow. Uh, Throwing shade son, at the son fake of, rappers. Son of a he made up the rappers that he could, I guess, in this yeah. moment. Yeah. I'm like, this is a yeah. made up person. It's a made up person, you know, yeah, but I'm saying this is definitely a thing that happened. But then when you think about the idea of like discovering your identity mm. and because like the whole thing is like he's being pushed into this role that he's not. Is it discovering an identity to... or discovering a persona or a sound? I mean, well, on the sound, for a game that really focuses on music, what a forgettable soundtrack. No way. Like there was that one song that kind of really popped out to me. I was like, oh, that's a banger. Like, Interesting. No, it's just like, like the old the guitar whales and stuff like that. They're like impressive, but there's no like, I mean, there's tracks, but like there I listened to the album a few times afterwards. Like, there's music in video games that when it happens, you know, yeah. you're like, and okay. Then, I just, exactly. And like, and I, I was thinking like, you know, Sayonara Wild Hearts or like, um, like Sound Shapes where it's like, <laughs> there is like a track based off like this board yeah. and you're like experiencing that. It's like, that's what this game should have been. If I, if I like... may relate in this has happened in Halo, specifically mm. Halo 2 rock anthem to save the world. And um, also in the new destiny campaign, there are, there are moments where you're like, Oh, I need to stop. This music is great. Yeah. And I don't want it to end just yet. So like hold hold up a minute. <laughs> hold up a minute. I don't think I've had, I didn't have one moment for a game about music. That one moment where I'm like, this is a banger. This is great. And even more infuriating, and I'll end on oh, this. Man. There's this one moment <laughs> in the beginning where he's in his house and it's, it's gorgeous. Like it's like Mount St. Michel in Colorado. So it's like this little isolated Island with these bridges and he's in his house and he walks by his fridge and there's a photo of his uncle and his dad and his uncle's a super famous one. It's like, that's a, you know, a photo of my dad and my uncle. No one ever asked me about my dad. They proceed to never, ever bring that up again. Okay. And I thought I was like, I just kept thinking, like, I want to know more about this character and who he really is and how then that will then, you know, fulfill or kind of explain the music. I know nothing by the end of the game. I knew nothing about this character, except like he was trying to discover himself. I'm curious about this game's goal, because it sounds like it put a lot of other goals in front of you. And the one that it accomplished wasn't the goal. It sounds like they told you about 
because yeah, I just I don't get it. Is it the it, origin story of a rock star? Is it the adventure of finding yourself? Like, which one is it? Like, yeah, like it's the origin story of a rock star when it's all made up, completely ignoring that the things that actually that the person did could have been really interesting. But did they actually? And I guess this is going too deep. But did they actually meet the aliens, or was this whole thing yeah. an imagination? I, did, I, I mean, I think yeah, no, it's because if that's the all... case, that's a whole different thing. If it's just like a, I thought that would have been such a more interesting thing. Like, what if then? This is all in his head, and all these things that he's envisioning, all these worlds he's visiting, are actually like manifestations of struggles that he actually went through. It could be like that, trying but they didn't to represent defeat... it correctly. I don't think it is no. because all the things that at the end, I'm Falcor and I'm from this planet, yeah. and I am from the Heavy Metal Light Brigade. I never did any of that, <laughs> and that's the big three that he like consistently brings up. I don't. There's got to be more to get it, it, and I'm. Curious I don't get now. it. Okay. So well, I'm sorry was, you didn't have you were unmoved or maybe moved in the I wrong was really, direction. And you know me, guys. Like I don't even need gameplay. I, yeah, give me, I know. Give me some walking. I've I'm fine with that. Played some games. Thumbs down. The more I talk about, it, the more angry. Okay. So I want to know because it got you ten points, eighty from Open Ooh. Critic. What would I put it? Where Absolutely. Would, where less would you have put it? At? Seventy. <laughs> Two. Also, I'll put it. I mean, this you way. still would have won. You you won by leaps and bounds, but I'm just saying. True. Uh, prob. I'll, I'll I'll phrase it this way. I would have gave it less than I would have given Solar Ash. Main topic. Wow. Oh. Good evening, listeners. This is your captain speaking. We are approaching the main topic. Please note that the spoiler light has been turned on. There are spoilers incoming. Thank you. Dan. Yep. Close. All right. Solar Ash. So this game isn't on Steam. This is the second game uh. in a row. I don't think it is. Let me let me double check. Is it only a PlayStation? No, really? Epic Games. Um. This is like a thing still, by the way. Like Tiny Tina is not on Steam yet either. Well, Epic throws around the money. So People get games. mad. They don't like it. Mm. But they don't like it. Um, from the creators of the award-winning Hyperlight Drifter comes the high-speed and gravity-bending world of Solar Ash. Players Ray, a Void Runner, determined to stop at nothing to save her planet from falling prey to the Ultra Void's path of eternal hunger. Like me when there's potato chips around. Hey-o! Um, I like that. That was a good little insert. <laughs> I don't know any popular users to find tags for this product. Oh, I do. I have three. Oh, come on. Oh, these suck. Whatever. I'm just utter disappointment. <laughs> female protagonist. Like I usually hate that tag, but now I kind of miss it. I mean, I That's like the cool. idea of a female protagonist, but I feel like they should just be the norm. Um, all right. Hebe, hebe. Mark. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Fire. Lagging uh, the right. ladies. Here's no. the. F- <laughs> Mark. <laughs> <laughs> I don't Sorry. take uh, listener. I don't take responsibility for the things that come out of his mouth. I'm just Sometimes gonna roll. go through these two, three genres, and you're gonna tell me the third one: action, adventure, and one hidden genre. It's one word: platformer. Bones. Both you both nailed it. Uh, it's um, indie. Um, Indie Bones? Uh, debatable, because published by Annapurna and developed by Heart Machine. It's not published so, by Heart Machine, and it's not developed by Annapurna. Not true ending. So, uh, but, you know, uh, it's not even on Steam, so I couldn't even tell you I read it from a Steam page, Dave. So, 
This is like a, a steam twice card. removed bootleg informational piece. Uh, please give the listeners something oh. more genuine <clears throat> than what I did. Solar Ash is a slippery 3D adventure platformer. You find yourself awakening alone on a nearby planet, quote unquote, where your crew has left the starseed implanted, a device that you believe can stop this black hole from destroying your planet. While defeating remnants, aka oversized enemies you need to perform acupuncture on, you discover, <laughs> you discover <laughs> other cultures and other worlds which are all on the brink of failure or collapse. Will your attempt be in vain? Is all hope lost? If you want to play a high-contrast, cel-shaded Sonic the Hedgehog on rollerblades and enjoy finding obtuse hints about the sci-fi world you find yourself in, then Solar Ash is for you. Rated S for Seriously, What's With All The Needles? Also, a lot of needles. rated D for Dan is not impressed. Dude. Oh. All right. Calm down. So you wanted to start with me earlier. I mean, I didn't really want to, but we can start with you. You ever play Jack Ryan Radio? <laughs> Jet Set Radio? I, I, I know I, of it. I know of it. I was always like, I was like, this is going to make Dan think of Jet Set Radio, even though I've never played it. <laughs> did you really believe this? <laughs> yes, I did. Well, you crushed it. I might as well not even speak. I, I oh. love skating in video games. Mm-hmm. I like that's why I played as Lucio when I played Overwatch. Skitchin! I like, Skitchin. I like, I, I relate to it. I can do it. And I like the imagination that can go into it. And this just felt so gooey and non-friction. Gooey. And there was no like, it wasn't like I just wanted to move the character around. Like in Jet Set Radio, like that's my thing. I'm like, oh, this is fun to just be in this world and go around. And mm-hmm. out of the gate. That was the first thing I was looking for, and I was a little let down. So you didn't like the feel of it, kind of flowing. I just the felt so, yeah, like I wasn't in control. I like not like mm. I was on rails. Sort of like the world, maybe the world didn't complement Ray's abilities as much as maybe I wanted them to. I was being picky. It was ineffable. I couldn't really figure out why. But I then thought of like, oh man, just at radio, I missed that. Oh man, the, yeah. you know, like even Lucio, like you know, the wall riding just feels so natural, and something about the Ray's skating and like the vastness of the world, it felt so empty and like I wasn't just like doing kickflips and I don't know, something, something mm. was there. So that was that was my initial. I'm not gonna go all the way into it yet, but that was my initial reaction to this game. Where the heck is well, my jets it- at radio grinding? Yeah, I mean there is grinding, but like, yeah. Dave, did you kind of feel the same way in terms of like the skating and moving around the world? Like, did that kind of catch your attention? Um, no, I thought it was fine. Like, I mean, it took a little <laughs> bit getting used to, you know. Uh, like, I I played a little bit of like Shadow the Hedgehog, which I really didn't like. Sonic with a gun. <laughs> yeah, it's Sonic, but also on skates. <laughs> With a gun, yeah, Sonic with a gun and skates, and he's called Shadow, not Sonic. Little uh, side note I read on Twitter today, Shadow the Hedgehog getting his own movie. When? Sonic's just printing, printing money. This is, the this is unheard of. We haven't even it's heard the story bizarre. of Sonic and Knuckles. Well, Knuckles, that's coming out in Sonic 2. But then we have to... Are they going to be friends in this one? Are they going to go to Angel Island? I, I don't know. Require friends become enemies. Enemies become friends. Echidna Bar Mitzvah. Um, I, Going to back to, to Solar Ash, I feel like 
I don't know. I didn't mind it, like, flowing around the clouds. I definitely think... I kind of agree with They're you, Devin. They're very like, gooey if, clouds. They are gooey, and there is definitely, like, I think as you kind of go through those things, like, and you know, like, you're going I th- across I these, feel like, like as you play areas. the game, you get very used to what it feels like. And, like... It's not yeah, it hard. Cool. It's not like I wasn't, like, able to do it. I just wasn't, like, excited to do it. I kind of actually feel the same way. Okay. Like, it was just... I felt always this is very, like, serviceable. Mm-hmm. And the the areas kind of is we'll, we'll kind of just start with the gameplay before we get actually get into the the meat of the story. Like it is very kind of uh, it follows a format and it repeats the format. You're in an area, you go around the area, you solve the puzzles, mm-hmm. you solve enough of the puzzles. The big bad guy shows up, you defeat the big bad guy. Um, you also, you area. find the caches, and you find the caches, which unlock different suits, and that gives you different abilities. Um, but I thought the gameplay for us all, like, I didn't really mind moving around the world. Like, I definitely wasn't, oh, this is awesome. Mm-hmm. What actually, that annoyed me, but I really did not click with was the basic gameplay element of, it is about speed, first and foremost, but it, then once you kind of hit those situations where you're talking about, like, the needles, Dave, it is about hitting those things within a time limit. Yep. And yeah. if you don't hit, get it with the time limit, you got to start over. Yeah. yeah. And every boss encounter, every kind of like, when you got those areas with the black goo and you can't touch the black mm-hmm. goo and you got to hit the things, which you start them. Every time I finished one, the, my immediate emotion first and foremost was always relief mm-hmm. that I did it. It's mm-hmm. not. Oh, awesome. Excited. Woohoo. I did that. It was always, Oh, thank God. Because I didn't want to have to See, that do it again. My experience with any time I've defeated a boss in a Souls game. Interesting. And it, it, I like I would I get never I've never been like yeah feeling. woo amazing I did it. It's like thank God that's over. I don't have to deal with that anymore. Ah, uh, so like did you I've did you enjoy kind of hopping from the needles and getting? Yeah, I thought it was fine, and I I didn't mind the repetition. You know, it's just got ace mm. it. It's like the, playing yeah. Guitar Hero. Like, you have to kind of know, especially, like, I don't think it was that often, but a lot of times, I remember one very, very specifically, the one it was the garden, there was, like, a tower, and it's, some of the, there are, like, puzzles, so it's not about just kind of getting to them quickly, you gotta figure out what is the path I'm supposed to take, so uh, I'm supposed to grind on which this, one I'm supposed to go this the way. Garden? It's the one with the mushrooms. The fungal place, okay. The fungal place. Okay. Um, <laughs> The Eternal Fungal Garden place. is the physical thing. Man. That, I remember specifically, it was like at the bottom right, and it took me like a good 20 minutes to figure out how am I supposed to hit all these. So there is kind of a puzzle aspect. Yeah, there's some there, puzzle but, aspects. I remember there was yeah. one that I kept trying, and then I realized I had to like get the yellow gas to like make a rail come out. Yeah. Because like, like, there's there's that was a mechanic like that. that I hadn't really learned yet. It just happened to be the first one that I tried to tackle. Right. So... I don't know, like, I definitely felt, and this was actually a big deterrent for me, because I think the story is really interesting, but I just didn't actually enjoy the physical nature of playing the game. Like, it always felt very, okay, this is what I'm supposed to be doing, but I think there was supposed to be an inherent joy and rush from the speed, and I never got that, that, ever. In all the marketing, it's all about how cool the movement looks, And, and that's what sold me on the game is that it was the art style of Hyperlight Drifter with some gameplay elements that were inspired by Jet Set Radio. That's art, sort of art like... Art style, my... but to the next level, because Hyperlight Drifter is pixel graphics, and this is very much not. 
Right, mm-hmm. right. But like you could see uh, the drifter in in this game. You know what I mean? And I feel yeah. like that would totally fit. Yeah, but I gotta say, like when comparing it to Hyperlight Drifter, I did think there was something about the world, like the color palette and the imagery that has has there. It is cool, but like I thought for a lot of like it did feel kind of just sterile, and I didn't find. I feel like the well, game broke down a little bit when you're not moving fast. Right. Well, when you're actually taking your time to like look at areas, kind of almost reveals how empty yeah. things are. I think one thing about it's very empty. It, it's desolate. Yeah. yeah. Very desolate. But with Hyperlight Drifter, the difference, I guess, is the areas aren't empty; they're dead. You know, like you're yes. seeing, like you're there, somewhere that's Hyperlight like, Drifter is like dense. Right. And there's history you, where you're at. The, but this is yeah. almost a part of trying to make a game where you cover a lot of distance quickly. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, what are you going to fill all of it with? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think when you have a game inherently made to be going through it fast, it's like almost like you're, you have almost like contradictory things because it's like, you don't want to fill it with too much because then you constantly feel the the need to slow down. You're not going to exist in the space for long. You're just putting people on a highway with destinations. So the highway doesn't need to be... You're in the desert. It's fine. There's sand. There's a mountain over there. Cool. But when you get to the next section, the boss fight, the places to explore, then they want you to slow down. But then that kind of goes against what the game is, which is speed, Mm -hmm. fast, go, grind, which... Right. It's a vicious cycle. (laughs) Yeah, totally. And you know what, actually, that reminds me of that new... We were talking about Sonic. There's that new Sonic game coming out where he's, like, at an open world. Frontier. Whatever that game's yeah, called. Yeah. To me, like this is the, this is exactly what I would want a modern Sonic to feel like. Well, that just makes me think about like what is what that game going to do? I because again, was... you got to go fast, and there's this big area to explore. But then, like you're probably that the world. I can't imagine how you make that world interesting yeah. and, and full of things. But well, if you're just going through it fast, it's like there's so I don't much want you to more to to like. This is a probably fairly new world essentially like i'm like i'm trying to imagine i'm imagine like if i was playing sonic in as sonic in breath of the wild would i like that yeah and i don't i yeah, don't like, that's why i'm very curious about that game it'll gonna be interesting out. you know even in yeah. elden ring where it's like you're on the horse and that's already very fast compared to what dark souls and from South games usually do like you have a horse now you have a sprint yeah. button on the horse but there's still reasons to get off the horse and check out what's going on so it it comes down to like people talk about how games are getting like you know auto generated and kind of like a little there's no shortage of you need to have imagination to like create mm. these worlds and that's why games like breath of the wild get delayed because there comes to a point where they're literally handcrafting you're like what are players gonna do when they find this what if you get to this corner like let's make it so they don't get bored and that's why the first game i feel was so good and then you have this one where they're like, just keep them moving, which mm. is still fine, but okay, is the movement amazing? You know, like what's the yeah. what's the thing that's gonna hold the interest? Is it looking forward to the next boss fight? That might not be enough. So th- these are the things that went through my head while I was playing. Hyper Solar Ash Drifter and stuff. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Um, well, I yeah. think that the thing to kind of keep it going for it is the story and the characters right. and trying to find out what actually happens. Um, mm. So, but I see, like, I think this is a game that also like um, that story when we talked about it a couple episodes ago, where I feel like there is kind of a, a lull in the middle of 
kind of story development. It's kind of filled with the characters that you encounter and you're kind of finding out things about them. But in terms about like Ray and her her mission and why she's here and like is that going to be successful or not? It's really like the setup. Ray and then is once very kind of getting ready note. to activate the star. Ray scene. is right. is determined. Mm. Yeah. Right. And that's she's like that's all that's like all her. She's like this. I'm unwavering. I'm mm-hmm. determined that this is what I'm going to do. Right. right. And you get the pieces when you start getting, you know, you, you mentioned the caches and you getting like mm. the other void runners who went in there with her and what did that yeah. happen to them? What is their fate? And you kind of like start like, so I know two that stuck out to me, Pyatt and Tuff, Tuftle, Tufty, Tufty, um, like there's, <laughs> those were two that always, yeah, Tuft, <laughs> they were two that kind of stood out because I think they were very kind of instrumental in building this dichotomy that leads to this end decision. Um, but I guess well, we'll start getting... the one, the, he's the one in the eternal garden, right? He's the one who's like yeah. worshiping the star seed. And it's just like, it's or worships in the ultra void. Oh, n- n- and thinking I thought he that... was like, he was like super power. The, the star seed. It's going to be amazing. Was it that? Yeah. Well, maybe you're right. Cause he was the whole one. He's like, we need to, because the opposite was tough to tough was the one who's like there's this library here she's the pilot right and, and she's the one that the uh the guy from the from the area with the spaceship uh, uh he's the Ames. one who really respects her and he's like she could do anything so she, they really yeah, build she's up the scientist. they really build up her as a as as the leader who that you should be following yeah and she brings up the idea about like if we activate maybe it's not not the right thing to do she's the one who's yeah you know speaking possibly negative about this actually she's not the only one so one of the one of the characters is like it sucks that we even did this right right and one one of the characters is just trying to survive with his dog right (laughs) yeah and uh, And i think they those are the things i guess they kind of do fill that mm -hmm. middle ground because in the beginning, it is all about okay. The world, our world is getting destroyed. We need to activate the star seed to save it. Mm-hmm. But as you keep going, is like you do start kind of getting these little cracks in that theory about what is really happening, mm-hmm. what is going on. But it is kind of really, and I, I don't know. Like, I always feel like it is very hit and miss when you're trying to do story strictly by collectibles. Mm-hmm. Like I know that's like Bioshock, really. Like Bioshock's entire world is yeah. built upon audio diaries. But mm-hmm. those. Really... I mean, it's not entirely just by collectibles. It's also by via Sin. like via like hidden. Uh, I mean, I guess collectibles, but my, my point is like hidden architectural features. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, like pay, I, I can get a pay attention that. to what you're looking at, and like they they hint at other things too. But like, keep going. What were you we right. going to say about Bioshock and stuff? Well, I was saying like with Bioshock, I feel like it works because as you're. Um, finding these audio diaries and they're all they're super well written and they're very like board specific so they're kind of building the, the stories of the board but like very it's much... playing as you pl- yeah they run as you play yeah. so you're just exploring and, and bioshock is kind of a very we're talking about sparse worlds like it is kind of sparse mm-hmm. but there's always like those those things then kind of occupy you as you go yeah. and you're encountering things but you're hearing the story like each area is this... very themed and every story yes. is based on that theme you're right there's not a lot to find in Bioshock, yeah. but the story often refers to a character you're going to find in some state 
in that area. Yeah, like and it, it does a really good job of building like this world yeah. and in this specific board, and you're kind of getting right. the feel for the the players involved. So instead of finding like, some weird mangled corpse, you know exactly how they got there. Who this corpse was and how they got up. here. He was right. That game really. That's stupid. I don't even want to talk so about half the doll. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. Um, um, but yeah. But I, with Solar Ash, like again, like I always kind of felt. I don't know if removed, but I think it, it. there was just something about it that I always kind of was just always looking forward to the end where it's like, okay, we're going to finally get to see what's going to happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, there was that buildup in the beginning that also turned me off. <laughs> and because I saw this game's entire hand, maybe not entire hand, but like the beginning and the end. And mm-hmm. it doesn't do much to hide it. And I was like, all right. <laughs> well, I would argue because I think you're going with uh, Echo. I'm yeah, going yeah. about. I'm talking about Echo and Ray, and I don't know if Echo is Ray. Yes, because is. is she? Yeah, they combine in that ending yeah. when you choose to. But like Echo were, is Echo is is like, like an the, Echo of her. Is, is Echo, echo Ray fail? She's a she's a part of her. Okay. She's a result right. of the looping. The opposite of her, like. The opposite of her determination. She is, she is like the embodiment of the pain that the loop is taking on her. Right. So, and it's as she keeps going through it, that's what kind of is like keeping Echo in this constant state of, because she's got the, the thing through yeah, her heart yeah. and she's yeah. angry. So she's angry at this person. It's kind of causing this to her. Yeah. Interesting. So I was going to say like, is that the, when you got to the end decision, Dave, was that immediately like, oh, I'm going to not do this thing? Yeah, obviously. I mean, obviously I'm not going to activate the star seed. I'm going to destroy it. Like, why would I... I'm like, I'm with Dan that I'm like, that it was pretty see-through and that it's very clear from the hints that they drop that like that there's this whole time loop that is going mm-hmm. on, you know? With, that, um, that you've been stuck in. Lyris. You know, she kind of like really starts building that. I don't know if it's time loop fatigue or uh, like... Or something for me, but that whole premise immediately made me like, all right, yeah, yeah, this I, is fading weirdly. I, I, I don't know, I don't know how else to articulate my my grunting right now. Mm. <laughs> well, I'll say this about that because I absolutely agree with you. Like now, I think you know we've been doing what is it, six years of this podcast. Sure. We've been at this for, for six years. In my day, they didn't even make video games were on rotary phones when we started well, we this podcast. Well, all the way back when we played Oxenfree. I lived Oxenfree with my mom when we started we this hit podcast. That loop. I was filming was it. it was actually, it, no. How many time loop games have we played? Was it was Oxenfree. Be a lot. Um, Super, Blackwood Crossing, uh, no? Super Time Force Ultra. Uh, yeah. Oh, come on. That game is great. <laughs> See, that would, that would make a good uh, that would make a good. I have figures. a bias. How many podcast <laughs> games did we play with this? Um, time loop. But, yeah, no, it, but it's a... It's a valid thing, though. Time it is a valid thing, and cool. I think, I think they can. And I think in in the continual rise of like roguelikes, it is yes. becoming a very used to mechanic. It makes that so good. It makes that right. work. Like, oh, of course, it's a time loop, and here, rogue legacy. Returnal, you know. Yes. Returnal. Why we don't play that as one? a yeah. Oh my god, I have so much to say about Returnal. Yeah, well... I mean, maybe we actually could do that if you think it's... Because if you guys are going to play it again as co-op... co-op? I would record that so you could see, too. Like That could be fun. Just... But I to, to stick with Solar Ash, the one 
Like, did you not realize that there was a time loop as soon as you found uh, all the caches in an area and there was, like, that that after image of one of your friends in, like, three or four different places where he decided to die? I I, I think a listener, the listener who's listened to Swallow knows I am usually very late to picking up on things like that. I suspected it, but I never was always like, oh, that's probably what it is. I was always kind of like, well, let me see where this is going to go. Okay. And obviously, like, that's going But I do think it does play this kind of interesting balance where it's not just about looping. It is just about the conversation about... Uh, I don't know, like, you know when you can hear you, your Dave's, like, thought? It's like, he's going to bring up death again. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, this is what but the game's about. It is really about death. It's about, and it's it's about, about acceptance accepting death you know it's about accepting death and that you know you, we don't always have to be struggling to survive struggling to survive isn't always the ethical moral best thing to do and i think that that's what what ray has to overcome because like and of course yeah i was gonna say like the meta version of this because again we talk about um what's his name alex preston very small studio yeah. but the head of this you know, that was the whole thing about Hyperlight Drifter is he has this heart condition mm, mm. Uh, that he literally could die at yeah. any moment. Um, and we could really see that very evident in Hyperlight Drifter where the, 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 the what's his name? Drifter? Mm. He's getting sicker as the yeah. whole thing goes on. Where this, again, I think it's very easy to draw that comparison about where he is at mentally. And it is so yeah. cool seeing this really personal yeah. kind of conversation that he's having with himself then reflected in this game about exactly that decision. It's like, the 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 desire to hang on to mm. this but in the same time you know yeah. then the acceptance of letting go and, and letting and go ray, it, which is so sad what do you think about it and what happens is like ray uh damn like when you if you decide not to uh go through with activating the sorrow seed and instead try and destroy it is it's because ray realizes in that version of the ending that all she's been doing has been increasing the time that everyone's suffering. Because mm. there's an ine- there's an inevitable end. Yeah, because the, this entire time of recreating this of restarting the loop was that's what activating the star seed is actually doing, right? I assume I never activated it. I don't know what that ending looks like, Mark, but I assume I it's, it, it it gives you the clarity that like you're just restarting the loop. Yeah. Yeah. You and- know what I'm saying like so she realizes that all the times that she's made this decision in the past where she's activated the star seed and restarted the loop, she's just restarting the, you know, the struggle of, of everyone. Being, so the ultra like, void never death. gets. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like, no and, matter what her planet is going to be gone. And it's right. And I think that's, I, I agree with that entire interpretation. I think you could spin it in a different way where there is then, you know, well, it's prolonging the suffering. Yeah. You could also kind of looking at it as the constant strive for a solution or, or, or mm-hmm. is kind of looking for hope and trying to like, there is a way we can save this planet. There is a way we can avoid. I this. actually think about it. When I, when I think about this, I think of the dichotomy of like you and me, Mark, because you're always like, if, if, if I can be all robot and live forever, let's do it. There's so much life to live. And I'm like, I can't, w- I'm like, when I'm done, I'm done. Let's just, 
I've, let's just make the most of the time we have. I, I do make those comments rather f- facetiously. I don't yeah. know if I actually live forever. It's a horrifying but, idea. I mean, but the, see, that's the other side of it. And then, because I think, yeah, again, it, it is this idea of then accepting, you know, because what do you think about the other good, like the ultra void? What a great name for it. Yeah. It's like, you know, the void, the endless abyss. Was 2022 the 21 the year of the void? There was also, the void, Destiny void. Uh, void bastards, uh, void, void bastards 3.0 in Destiny. Void 3.0. <laughs> um, I mean, void is a very cool world. It's a cool word. word. Very cool yeah. But I don't know. Like, I think. Yeah, so like I think it's very clearly when you the the restarting the star seed is not the good ending. It's not the mercy. It's not. It's the, not. The it's win, the win state. It, it's the cheaper one, mm-hmm. and where you really because then once you destroy the star seed, you become the remnant. You take over Echo. Echo has to then defeat Ray. They combine, mm-hmm. and then it's left with this message of just very this embrace of you know. We were starting over, but now it's like they're they're accepting an existence mm-hmm. in the ultra void, mm-hmm. but it's not nothing. Because also, it's it's, not... it's one of those messages of like death doesn't have to be the end, right? Yes, and I actually um, I watched this interesting YouTube video. It was like an interpretation one, and it was the whole, what it was kind of pointing out some of the things we we kind of agreed with. But he also had this whole thesis about how he was pretty confident, like Alex Preston, it was like into psychedelic mushrooms and yeah, because of, obviously of the imagery and all, that. Garden, all that stuff yeah and all that and like the the conversations where what was his name eric where that's whole eric's thing where it's like he he's <clears throat> meant to be this priest of this like interconnected mushroom kingdom and yeah. he's supposed <laughs> to die so the next so, one could take over and mm. he's kind of hesitant to do that and there's apparently like this huge like John Hopkins study where like scientists are studying mushrooms more. And one of the things they've there people have been writing papers about is that for terminal patients, like using psychedelic mushrooms is one of the, is like a really effective way to help people get over the fear of death. Because okay. when you take them, it helps you feel an interconnectedness mm. with all, and like the natural cycle of life. And when you think about the essence of a mushroom, things die and mushrooms grow out of it. Yeah. It's like, there's just something very innate about the cycle of life within them, mm-hmm. which is just kind of cool when you think about, yeah. you know, not only the, the context of the game, but then like, just, you know, the idea of mushrooms that like for people who are dying and then they adjust them and they feel okay about dying because life will spring for them almost. And like, I don't like, I don't know if I necessarily buy into that. Like seeing if that's necessarily a big thing of the game, mm. but I think and that's that's kind Did of the element of the game that I enjoy. About how oh. like uh, TikTok seems to think that I'm into psychedelic mushrooms. Oh, or, or you've, like, you've tapped it to the algorithm. Like that the oh. algorithm, because the algorithm gives me stuff about psychedelic psychedelic mushrooms a lot. It's like right. you should try like psychedelic saw... mushrooms. I'm like, they're, I'm like, they're they're pushing psychedelic mushrooms on me, man. I feel like they gotta get the <laughs> marijuana legalization a little farther before we start pushing mushrooms. I mean, this is the order of operations here. I, I suppose the gateway legalizing. <laughs> I mean, like, it, it, it helped me learn that I have ADHD. Maybe it's trying to tell me I would like psychedelic. Maybe it's right. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> well, not that the Dinosaur Machines Game Club podcast is advocating the use no, of yeah, psychedelic. No, let's say that out loud. Everyone make their own judgments. Yeah. Be but, safe um, in the world, please. Yes. I did think this whole interplay, though, of this this really kind of personal story about this very 
interesting topic. Like mm. that, I thought really, I really, really enjoyed about this mm. game. But at the same time, I really did feel like that store, like there is just that gap. Like I was liking the game, but I was playing more and more. I was kind of falling off. Mm. And then as I got to the ending, I was like, oh, this is really interesting. I'm really now invested. But I just thought that the the gameplay, as, uh, as we kind of, I guess, start bringing mm-hmm. this to a head, mm-hmm. like I think for me, just I really like the 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 coding of this game the the ideas Mm -hmm. that this game has but the actual art of playing this game i did not enjoy Mm -hmm. and that always felt like an impediment to making me feel like oh is this like a better game the hyper light drifter i don't know if i can i don't feel that (sighs) hyper light drifter how do you follow that up they're gonna try to literally now with the sequel which I am very down on. I, uh, dude, I, I agree with you. I will keep it open mind, but I hated everything. You're that down I saw. on it, like not down with it. Um, it's just because, like, what what's guess? interesting about Hyper Light Drifter? It's that world. It's the tone. Yep. It's and like the unspoken story of yep. that game. We worry and about now. It's like, oh, but isn't it cool and, and flashy? It's like that's not what I think about. Have you not seen like the art from the first game, like the the cartoon they did? Yeah, it's cool, Drifter's but it's nuts. like. But that's not what I loved about that game. Well, so it's like if they're emphasizing the parts that I don't particularly mm. feel strongly about. But um, going to Solar Ash, like again, like I think the aesthetic's cool. I think the world is cool. I love the story. I didn't care for playing it. Did really you didn't. the giant remnants? You didn't even mm. talk about those, All right? I, mean, I did because honestly, I thought they were kind of forgettable. The boss, um, honestly. Are they supposed to be your friends? I guess so. Like. Because if you think Ray turns into the one when she kind of gives yeah. up hope, it would make sense. Doesn't that that's um, kinda... the AI or something ask, say something to you about? Don't you think that they're familiar? Yeah, they, I, they, I think they, that's they, that's they, probably the logical thing. But see, like I just thought, compared to something like Shadow of the Colossus, like they they lacked personality. They la- I don't know, like there was just something about it that okay. just felt very. Like, I just was able to gloss over it so easily mm-hmm. as opposed to, you know, maybe it's because I actually, the more I think about that, maybe it's because the the solving of them is so the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You get on it, then you go bop, 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 hit the pieces where it's not like... You gotta perform that. Yeah. This needle, then this needle, this needle. Slow down time, <laughs> drop to that needle. Like, yeah. it's not like we're in Shadow Classes, so it was almost like a puzzle. It's like, I have to look at the environment. I got to look at the creature. What is it doing? And I have to then figure out the way to do it. This is just like, mm-hmm. you're going to do the same thing over. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be allowed to fail more in this game. That's I mean, thing. I don't think you can. Don't, you, don't you fail plenty. But you start but over just, fully. Like, you don't fail. I don't there was what do you mean by fully? You got to start over from the, the first if, if you thing miss, of the bus. From the first uh, needle. Yeah. I like it. I don't know. But you, as long as you, like... I'm you have to do three. You have to do three. Three phases of the needles. Three pings of damage, right? But if you, yeah, and I if just, you miss one, you have to start that whole phase over. Right. But I'm not saying the whole fight starts over. The phase. No, but you know, like you don't, I, you don't have to go back to peg one. True. I but I totally felt the same way though about Dan. It's like it's not even that far back, but just that. Oh, it's I gotta get it's back it's on more so again. like it's just. Yeah, I guess the thing I, about I, it, I felt the fatigue. I didn't I feel it. like I was I was allowed to think creatively. That's the thing about it that got me. I was like, I want to adjust and 
and maneuver and fix. You kind of just need to know where to go. Yeah, which I get. And you have to learn how to use the time thing, which I also get. muscle memory that you have to learn. Like, oh, this jump, it's like I got to do a shorter hop. I get it because I... That's like, that's the thing that I thought. It wasn't like necessarily maybe fatigue, more so like, oh, I want to do my own version of this fight where, you know, with the powers in front of me. Um, no, this is not a class-based game. Everyone's playing the same way. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess with the suits, it's slightly different, but it's not even like it doesn't. No, I mean the but... suits are window dressing. It's All like, aesthetic. Like, like, yeah, I, I mean, I love the different suits, and I always like, I, I like, like you, I get the, the you get the different suit right. I always thought that the the suit that you get really fits and works well in the next area. Like it's mm-hmm. like it's it works out well like where it it makes you fit in tone. They dress with you that up world. for the next yeah. scenario. Yeah, and yeah. like the abilities that they give you kind of help with that area too. It's, it's well. So as long as you are actually getting the caches in order and not like waiting yeah, to the yeah. end to get them, like you. It yeah. made sense. Yeah. But um, two things I want to end with. So one, our usual open critic, mm-hmm. seventy-seven for Solar Ash. Okay. I think that's about right. It's kind of where I would probably land. Like I, I think this game. I, I did not love this game, but I don't. It's not a bad game mm-hmm. by any stretch of the means. It just I felt very uneven. So seventy-seven seems about right for me. Okay. What about you guys? I feel like I can't give a full score here because I, you know, what I did was not get very far. Okay. So for me to say anything different from what Open Critic says, Open Critic says would be kind of weird. So I'm not going to. He's not doing it, Dave. <laughs> Seventy seven. Uh, I really like this game. I, like, I really genuinely enjoyed it. I looked forward to playing it every time I was going to play it. Um, uh, it was my jam. I would give it. Jam. I would have given it. Uh, you know, at least like a more of a B minus score. It would have been like 82, 83. Right. Too too low. Is Solar Ash a better game than the game that is almost scarily similar, The Pathless? Now, oh yeah, I did bring that up to you, right? I, and, <laughs> yeah, it's actually funny. Also, my jam, right? Yeah. So, and I will say the Pathless did a lot better of a job doing what Solar Ash did, which is give you a lot of movement, a big world, and reasons to stop, and then that also feeling good. I am surprised that we didn't bring that up sooner. I know that's why, like, I thought of I, it. I said it to you. A you said it to us in the beginning, right? When we started, yeah. you were like, "Oh, you ready to play Neon Pathless?" And I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> oh, purple, purple, exactly, purple Pathless." Purple pathless. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, I, I kind of feel the same way because I'm like, literally, like, you go to a new area, you mm-hmm. solve puzzles, unlocks the boss, you defeat the boss, you go to the next area, and you butt slide on grass like crazy. Is like you, like, 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 what do you like better, being an archer and having a bird friend, or do you want to have skates and be able to teleport a little bit? Clearly, I'm an archer, man. Man, I mean, I bought it to that game hook line. Sim- the mo- but that's this the thing. If you think like... about those two, they're both yeah. so similar, they're and they're very, both very trying very to similar. do the same thing. Like they really are. It's almost like they were at the same GDC talk one year. They're like, "Yeah, that's the next." 2022 game is do. the year of movement, and some, they were both like, "Yes." <laughs> yeah. Well, whatever that that would have been like 20, I don't know, 16, whatever. As post games get made in like two months. What are you talking? It's like yeah, it's it's. The the word of the year is scale. Right. Scale. Scale, and one of them was like, skate scale. Wait a second. <laughs> well, 
the other word of the year is little strips of paper. Mm. Oh. As we transition to yeah. the Tribute Tastemaker. Now it's time for everyone's favorite game show, the Trivial Tastemaker. Current scoreboard, uh, Mark one. That's you. Dave one. That's him. Dan Zilch. That sucks. Zilch. I hate that. It's not ideal. Well, not tonight. Tying not up. tonight. Dan has a time for a point. Dave has time to possibly get into the lead. And it's all about time, because we're playing an oldie but a goodie timeline. Simple game. I have games from 1985 to 2021. I think 140 games in total. Um, I'm going to... each uh, Dave and Dan will start off with one game, and then they will get another game, and they have to figure out where it is. Did you compile this list yourself? Yes, I did. I, I I mean, I had most of it done, so I just like add like the new years. I think it's been like literally almost two years. Since you know, they probably have like a list of the video games. Well, I wanted to pick ones that are <laughs> specific. Right. It's like popular games. He's not gonna pick like you know before. Nerf Three or something like you know some some weird game that we that would be we don't even know exists. Um, <laughs> so uh, each uh, Dave and Ed will get a game for the timeline. If they get it right, it goes on to their timeline. If they get it wrong. The other person gets an opportunity to steal, and then they can add it to their timeline if they get it right where it goes on that. Dan, I'm going to give you first dips because you're behind. Thanks for that. I, I really appreciate the pity. There, there we go. So I have a random number generator. I love that you both in on so, pity for me. It's good. Thanks. <laughs> All right, wait, I'm going to need my everything. Uh, Generating. Dan, your mm. first one is mm-hmm. Mega Man 3. And this came out in September 1990. That's your first thing. I don't need to write that down. No, that stands. Dave, your first one. Mm -hmm. Horizon Zero Dawn. Okay. And it came out in February 2017. Dan, Mm -hmm. your first one to place on your timeline. Tomb Raider. The original. Okay, so that came out. Did Tomb Raider come out before or after Mega Man 3? Definitely came out after Mega Man 3. You are correct. It came out November 1996. Dave. What's up? Your first game. It's probably before this one. But yeah. Probably. Earthbound. Yeah, Earthbound came out before Horizon... Horizon Zero Dawn. Are you sure? Yeah. Are you sure? Are you sure? Earthbound came out June of 1995. Oh, I forgot to also specify. This is American release dates. Okay. Not Japan. None of those other countries when they get their games. No. Not for us. All right, Dan. Next one. The games used to come out late. Now it's all the same day. Go ahead. Dan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mega Man X. Are you kidding? Oh, that's actually a tough one. It's a little tricky. Oh, no, it's not. No, it's not. All right. Um, I think it came out before Mega Man 3. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> All right, the Mega Man. <laughs> I'm going to say Mega Man X came out before Tomb Raider, but after Mega Man 3. You are correct, sir. Okay. Give me a thingy over there. January 1994. Wow. Four years after Mega Man 3. That's weird. That's weird. Dave, Portal, wow. the original. That's Portal came tricky. out 
after Earthbound, but before Horizon Zero Dawn. Oh, you are you are correct. See, my timeline's tight. Mine's from ninety to ninety six right now. <laughs> yeah, you're a little wrong. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, I'm still I'm pretty okay. To 2017. So, oh my God. Uh, Portal came out October, two thousand seven. You know this. What I like about this game, the timeline game, is like, even though ours are to- completely different, like it, there's like almost a catch up mechanic because mm-hmm. like as we get more filled in, it's going to get harder for it's harder. Um, oh, and also, I don't know if you remember, you need 10 on your timeline to win. Right now, we're tied up at three. That's oh, true. No yep, one yep, is yep. missed. Dan. Mm-hmm. You got... Is there a steal? Did we decide that? I don't remember. I feel like in the yes. past we have... Yes, so if one of you misses it, the other person gets a chance to, to add, it, to, yeah. their add it to their own timeline. Mm-hmm. And okay. then the, the, the terms of who goes next still remains the same. Okay. Dan, you got God of War, the original. Oh. God of War. Oh. Oh, that's not it's easy. Uh, it came out after Tomb Raider. It did come out. You're right. It did. March 2005. Yeah. <laughs> now I got a weird gap. That's not too bad. It's not yeah. great. I don't, I'm very specific, okay? Dave. Mm-hmm. The original Punch-Out. Oh, the original Punch-Out came out before it's... Earthbound. Come on, man. September 1987. Rigged. Listen, it's a random number generator. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just, what was, it? I got what was the year? Uh, 1987. 87. And what was the Dude, your next game is Pong. <laughs> your next I game is Checkers. Uh, <laughs> September 1987. The, the board game Checkers. When did it release? Before or after Super Mario Brothers? Dan. Um, it's, the gods have been kind to me today. So far. This, this one I think is the first tricky one. Dan. Okami. Oh! Oh, I don't know. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> what a great they ex- game. They exist them? And they at least give you a chance. Well, the original God of War was absolutely on the PlayStation 2. It's true. Okami was released on the PlayStation 2 as well. Mm-hmm. It now exists on every console known to man. You can even I got really far in that game. I never on... finished it. Me too. Game's it's tough. Came out before God of War. It's wrong. I knew it. It's nuts. No. Dave, chance for the steal. I think, I think Okami came out after Earthbound, but before Portal. Wait, I gotta look this up. Hang on. After Earthbound, but before Portal. Mm-hmm. So before October 2007. You are correct. No, this is it. This is that's it. The steel. That's game. Wait, right there. I got it. No, it's not. I'm telling you, it's game. What's the um? What's the date? Uh, September two thousand six was the year after God of War. Dave, Mm -hmm. your chance to pull ahead even more. Left for Dead. The original. Uh, Man. Left 4 Dead came out after Portal, but before Horizon Zero Dawn. This is accurate. November 2008. Dan's not having it right now. <laughs> well, now, Dan, you're ready to get back on the wagon? I'm feeling like I might. You're gonna give Star me a... Fox. Oh, dude. That's terrible. Which one? It, the, That's it? The original Star oh, Fox. God, okay. 
Um, writing this down. So like the Super Nintendo. I know. Xbox. I'm gonna say it came out oh, before Mega Man X, but after Mega Man Three. You are correct. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. When did it come out? <laughs> uh, it came out February 1993. It was the launch title, I think. I don't think so. Wasn't it with the chip? It had like a chip thing? Oh, or yeah. Was that the like, this game one? can do 3D, but it wasn't. I mean, it kind of was. No, I don't, think it, I, don't, I don't think it was a launch title. I, I wouldn't know. We'll have to look that up. Oh, Dave, you're up one? by two. I, I didn't have one. I think Star Race FX came out before. He's only up uh, by one. <laughs> Star Race FX. <laughs> Dave's only up by one. Right? He's up one, by two, two, one, three, two, three, four, because five, Because he had six. the steel and he has it. You have six, Dave. Oh, I have right. five. Absolutely. Yeah, Dave only got one on me. You see why I think now maybe I am being hoodwinked. <laughs> okay, well, up? Dave, mm -hmm. Metal Gear Solid 4. Uh, MGS 4. Oh. MGS 4. MGS 4 came out um, after Left 4 Dead before Horizon Zero Dawn. That is incorrect. Metal Gear Solid 4 came out after God of War. <laughs> this is true. It was a close one, Dave. Um, <laughs> Left 4 Dead came out no. Wait, hang on. Oop, I deleted it. Left 4 Dead was November 08. When was MGS 4? Uh, June 2008. Okay. So it was before Left 4 Dead. I was no, like, honestly, I, I thought the gap was bigger. No. And I was like, it's. Uh, I wasn't sure. I was like, it's around the same time. It's a tight time. one. Man, Dan, chance there. to pull it back into the lead. Yeah, baby. I was never in the lead. I guess that's true. Give me well, false hope. Wow, well, in the beginning. <laughs> uh, Dan, uh -oh. Mario Odyssey. Oh, God. <laughs> oh. <laughs> terrible. That's a terrible game. I know it's definitely in the, the 2000s. I mean, it's a great Dave, game. Dave, Mario Odyssey. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't do this, Mark. Oh, not Mario <laughs> Galaxy. Not Mario I'm Galaxy. I'm sorry. I apologize if that was a hint. This is the second hint you've delivered to Dan. <laughs> no, he's not I wrong. Uh, it came out latest on my timeline, so after Metal Gear Solid 4. Thank you. Sorry. I didn't even mean to. No, I was dude. so flabbergasted. It's, no, <laughs> like, but I thought you said Mario Galaxy. Like he said, Odyssey. Of all the Odyssey. I don't want to win like that anyway. I want to misunderstand. <laughs> yeah, that would have right been now. a dirty win. When did it come out, Mark? Just to give me a little. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, October 2017. That was the year. Uh, uh, nope, I See, I was wondering. It, in my head, I was like, what you know, if it was on my timeline, do I have to say before or after Zero Dawn? I wasn't sure. So it would have been after. It would have been, been after. That oh, was yeah, a good year. 20, yeah, 2016. Yeah, it's your birth Dave, of all came out. To pull it back in. Silent Hill 2. Ooh, back in the piece. The most famous of the Silent Hills. Um, Until the new one. After Earthbound, before Okami. You are correct. Nice. Silent Hill 2 is September 2001. What happens if we both get 10? Then we'll go into... Uh, I guess. Uh, we'll go into someone messes one. <laughs> okay. Silent Hill 2 uh, and... What was it? It was... Um... September 2001. So so Dave has seven. Dan has four, five, six, seven, seven. as well. Dan. Mm -hmm. No hints. Twisted Metal 2. Oh, God. This sucks. Uh, what year did that come out? <laughs> that was close. <laughs> two, huh? All right. So, all right. Twisted let's look at it. Let's see here. Um, I'm going to say after Tomb Raider, but before God of War. 
Incorrect. What? Yes. Dave, for the steal. Uh, after Earthbound, but before Silent Hill 2. I can't. That is correct. I can't. Dan? What year? You were very, you were very close. October 1996 versus November 1996. Wait. When did it come out? It came out October. between Mega Man X and Tomb Raider, not Tomb Raider and God of War. Oh. You said October 96? October 96. You missed it. It was one month. <laughs> Stuff. Oh. This is when it gets hard. We'll say, Dave. Catch a mechanic. Uh, blue shell. Blue shell. Throw a blue shell, Dave. Dave. Bloodborne. Uh, Bloodborne came out. Um, oh Jesus! It's not the first thing that comes to mind when I think of Bloodborne. <clears throat> oh Jesus! Hold on, let me think. Let me think. I want to say it came out. Uh, uh, I'm going to say after Horizon Zero Dawn. Incorrect. I wasn't sure. Daniel. Bloodborne came out before Mario Odyssey, but after Metal Gear Solid 4. That is correct. What came year? out March 2015. It was, it was, it was earlier. Okay. I was too, I'm like imagining myself playing Breath of the Wild, and I'm like, and then I remember also playing... Like I know where I, I, you know, I still lived in that same house. I'm like, I'm like, but which yeah, it's like you gotta put time and place. Where was I? Oh, um, for me I've it's... lost track of who goes when. Uh, <laughs> who I just, I just Dan stole. Dan just stole. It's his turn now. So now it's the. Oh no! Uh, oh yeah, he I just stole. It's yeah. his turn. So now one, two, yeah. three. And four, I can once again five, six, seven, eight. Two away from victory. Um, Dan, second time I come up on the episode. Bioshock. Oh God. The original. Oh, weird. Oh, what a sh- strange, strange, strange event. game to think about. I'm going to say Bioshock came out after God of War, but before Metal Gear Solid 4. He is correct. That is. It came out August 2007. Wow. I would have gotten that one right in there. Dave's mm-hmm. still got life. I still got life. It's close. Dave, Smash Brothers Brawl. Brawl? Brawl. Um, I can't think of a Smash Brothers. Brawl came out after Horizon Zero Dawn. That is incorrect. Okay. Okay. I couldn't remember what the latest one was called. I couldn't remember. For the dub, Dan. Uh, Shoot. This actually is kind of... um, What year did that come out in again? (laughs) <laughs> what did you say brawl yeah brawl. brawl okay good no hold on okay so then all right i'm gonna say i'm just gonna say here i'm just gonna say it came out after term raider but before god of war is incorrect okay that's you're talking that's melee thank you Brawl came out March 2008 melee yeah, was first huh what is the name of the most recent smash ultimate Brothers? Ultimate, thank you. Ultimate. Ultimate. My brain was thinking that that uh, was close. I was like, am I so off on that one? Like, I no, knew he no. was thinking about Ultimate, and I was like, I don't know what the name of the first one is, so I can't speak The first either. one was just called Smash Brothers. 
Uh, yeah, and then there's melee the on, on melee. GameCube. That was Brawl Dave's pick, and Dan didn't steal, so it's no, Dan's so we're, pick we're, right we're. now. Mm-hmm. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. This is still for the dub. Because Dave only has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. This is going to be a game that came out seven, like right eight. between. I mean, that's how it is. It gets hard. Month difference. Lay it on me, man. Dan? Yep. Duke Nukem. Stop it. The, the Ridge. <laughs> you kidding? I'm not kidding. All right. Well, I'm going to say that Duke Nukem came out between Star Fox, before Star Fox, but after Mega Man 3. After Mega Man 3, but before Star Fox. Yep, there's a three-year window there. Thank you. My goodness. Nice. Good, you good job, man. Your time. Good job. It came out in 92, came out huh? 91, oh, okay. July. 91. Wow. Okay, that's actually really close, considering. All right. Gets I'm on gonna... the board. Soft applause. I couldn't remember. I couldn't remember what... if. Brawl was the latest one or not? I'm like that sounds right different. different. Dave's gonna be laying it, in bed later. It's original was... melee yeah. brawl ultimate. Yeah. Um. No, okay. they had one in between, didn't they? Is no. it there? I feel like there's one other. Where? We have the power to <laughs> look, look us up. up. Smash Brothers. I like to imagine Dave in bed. I do. This is what I do with a little cap on. You know, like the sleep cap, like he's uh, Ebenezer Scrooge, like mm-hmm. <laughs> like sleep like Sleepy Kirby ultimate. Yeah. Sleeping, Smash looking up, Bros. Like, can't believe I forgot the name of Smash Bros. Brawl 2008. What was this 2014 one? Super Smash Bros. for Nintendo 3DS and Wii U. The th- oh yeah. Was that like that's a re-release? That, no, it wasn't. It was the same. I have it. Hold on. Um, yeah, because it's original 99, Melee 2001, Brawl 2008. That one, 2014, Ultimate 2008. What is that 2014 one? Four Nintendo 3DS. Four? Like, like four it. Like, not with the number four. They didn't just, like, it's Yeah, but it's for the 3DS. It's like, that's like a re-release, right? I hate that. No, this is this, this, because they put this, you could play it between consoles. Like, you could play it between the Switch or whatever it was, the Wii U and 3DS. Like, you could hook them up. Between the That That might as well not be a game. <laughs> hold He's it, holding dude. the evidence. It's right here. I got the yeah. seats. Have well, you played it? <laughs> is it really a thing? Did it ever sell a copy? Oh, I can get Club Nintendo points for this. Uh, well, oh, Lister, you get Club Dino. Is this the first time you won the timeline? Making it to the end. Is the first I time I won timeline? I don't know. Do I we have this? I think it is. We've only played it like twice. Uh, this is the third time. The third time. Third time's the charm for Dan Colonna. I did it. He and did. I just it. want to thank the Academy for letting me win this timeline. And for Will Smith not no. coming to slap you on stage. <laughs> Please. <laughs> I, he probably left the Academy now. He, well, He's he left. was being. He was being. There was hot takes. He would, Is he in the wrong for smacking Kid don't, Rock? <laughs> don't slap people. Is really like what it comes down to. I think that is the. We talk to him role. afterwards. Be like, hey, that wasn't cool. That wasn't cool, man. Don't yeah. But, Cool yeah. for you, listener. You made it to the end. Thanks for listening to the Dinosaur Machines Gate Club podcast. You enjoyed the podcast. Subscribe. Leave us a rating. Tell us you enjoyed this content. I mean, we're going to still make the content even if you hated it, so you might be out of luck. But it's for us, nonetheless, not for we can always use the encouragement. Uh, we got three games left on the docket. That might have we been have... your best ask for reviews ever. <laughs> a memoir blue. We have Greek colon memories of Azure. 
And we have now again accepted that Dave is not getting his Steam Deck. Yeah, inscription is going to be. It, it, it will come. I'm telling you, it's, it's too good. It'll get released on console before I get a Steam Deck. It's very possible. I hope it winds up on Switch. Honestly, great I game mean, for the Switch. It would make a great game for the yeah. Switch. The, the Steam Deck wants to be a good Switch too, but you know. Swapsies, we're gonna play Ghost Runner in its place. Is that a, is that official? Did we make that official yet? We I think we just did. We just I think we just did, baby. Okay. I think like Well we as, all own it. Yeah. It's like might as well. We did a lot. It's free. <laughs> own it. I well, paid for it twice plus. actually. Oh, I bought it twice. Did you like it? Because I wanted to play it and I was getting something from Play Asia. So I bought it, and then it came in, and I realized it's only the PS4 version, and you cannot do a PS5 free upgrade with the physical version, only the digital version. Can so I then just I say bought it on digital PS5. I'm ready to just buy it for one console or the other and play it on there. Like I might buy the digital version of Tiny Tina's if this thing keeps trying to install. Like oh, oh really? It keeps this trying to install for you every time. If I turn um, on my console with the C oh, because you it. bought you bought I bought the PS5 but, version. But I bought a free upgrade. But see, what's interesting, Cyberpunk, I have the PS4 version. I am now upgraded to the PS5 version. It is not giving me that prompt to keep doing that. That's interesting. Anyway, Dave, what does the machine say? We're playing next. It says that we're going to play Greek. Oh, boy. Mm -hmm. The Greeks. Here's what you know. This is a a Dan pick. Mm. And Greeks, we're bringing a lot of, we're going to bring it. We're bringing the tzatziki sauce. We're bringing that sauce because I got a lot of feelings about this game. Greek people in the audience, I'm sorry. I don't know how to do Greek accent that's any better than just a Brooklyn person who might be Greek. (laughs) Tell Dan about his... uh, Reach out to us on Twitter. Please do. About his Greek accent. I need Uh, to know. At Dino underscore machines. I'm at Magrocrack. I'm at zombie underscore pirate. And I'm at Dan O'Mac. I made fresh tzatziki sauce. Mm. 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 Have a good night, listener. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye.